0: You're listening to Walk the Talk with Kim. Welcome. I'm Kim Ariano. Thank you for joining us today. We've got a really special guest on with us. Uh, his name is Bob Ewing. He's from an organization called Footloose Sailing. It's uh, launched in 1991 as a, an association that helps people with disabilities get out on the water and sail. We're going to be Bob on here in just a moment, but we wanted to thank our sponsor of the Walk the Talk with Kim show. That's Pearson Law Firm. Expect expert representation and a kind, compassionate attitude. That's the Pearson Promise, and we wanted to go ahead and welcome Eric, the producer, here today. How are you? Hey,
1: good afternoon. Good, uh, Welcome to you, Kim.
0: Welcome to me. Yeah. Yes. It's been a welcome kind of day. Interesting kind of day.
1: Okay, I'm going to take that as good.
0: As it, it was good. I was telling <laughs> Lindsay on the way here that I was um, agonizing over an email message that I've been wanting to send to a, a client as a follow up, and I've been really thinking about his dilemma and how I wanted to answer it. And I was kind of, you know, was struggling with it a little bit. This was a couple of hours ago before I start getting ready for the show, and uh, I almost had the email done. And I'm like, oh, I'm just going to send it. Almost just was pushing my hand to hit that send button Mm -hmm. and Outlook went crash. (laughs) Yep. And you know how it it shows you, it teases you so bad. You can see the words and it says, we're shutting down. Do you want to, you know, (laughs) I'm like let me cut and paste, but you can't cut and paste. It's too late. Uh, It's gone. So I figured that was just the universe telling me that that wasn't the right message. I need to go back and try it
1: again. Sometimes that happens, you know, sometimes then you get something better and then, you know, so things go from there, hopefully.
0: I think you're absolutely right. We have Lindsay Masters on with us as well, Lindsay. How are you? I'm good. How about you? Wonderful. Thank you. And you and I were manning booths this weekend at the North Bend Block Party. How fun was that? That was awesome. Got to meet some new listeners. and Yeah, we got some new guests for the show, some new sponsors as well. Yeah. Awesome. Really good. And you were a great ambassador for the Walk the Talk and your Sport and your Walk the Talk with Kim t-shirt. I am. I totally love this shirt. Did you know that I also design and print (laughs) (laughs) t-shirts? The many talents of Kim. Yeah. um, uh, That's the mom part of me overnight, you know, frantically... Ironing on So turn around So Eric can see the back None of you can Can see the back But I'm <laughs> actually Quite proud of my My accomplishment Very cool So Isn't that cool It is well, cool I didn't yeah. make you one either I didn't make one for my husband I should have probably Made one for Eric So we can all sport Our Walk the Talk With Kim t-shirts One
1: of these days
0: Excellent Well we'll have to get that Actually it is on my Facebook page If you go it to Walkthetalkwithkim.com You can see I got I made them for the kids Yep, kids are sporting them. Kids are sporting the walk the talk with Kim t shirt. So if anybody wants some, let me know. I'll make some handmade for you. They might be worth something someday. You never know how this all goes. It's all up to the universe at this point. Well also wanted to let folks know um uh that on Saturday, I'm looking for a couple of more volunteers. I'm doing the equine class, and this is a class where we watch horses in a herd environment, which mimics very, very closely the emotional environment of the workplace. And then uh, we do some playing around with them and, and some, uh, some fun exercises. So I'm doing a beta on Saturday because we've got a couple of executive clients that are coming in and want to audit the class. Um, we also are going to be filming it for some promo. And so the proceeds from this, and again, there's no cost to attend. I'm volunteering my time to do this, um, but any money that we raise in terms of donations. So if you could give a donation, that would be great. It goes to Rancho Laguna Equine Rescue. They're a new 501c3. We've had Tina Laguna on here, uh, the show before. And uh, they're trying to raise money right now. We need a covered arena because right now we can only do our work in the summertime and when the weather's nice because nobody wants to be out working with horses when it's rainy and nasty. Uh, Uh, So if you would, please definitely go to walkthetalkwithkim.com or go to info at workforceevolution.com and uh, say, hey, I'm interested in this, or I can't do it this Saturday, but I'm interested in helping. How can I help? We'll also put information on Walk the Talk with Kim on how you can help Rancho Laguna and their equine rescue. So on one hand, they're taking in horses and rescuing horses, but then they're using these horses to provide rehabilitation services for therapists and for people like me um, that are providing retreat and training. So it's an awesome opportunity. It's a great community organization and uh, we definitely want to support them. So if if you're afraid of horses, I've got uh, the perfect pony for you to work with. So, and we can overcome your fear of horses again, info at workforceevolution.com for more information. Well, without any further ado, we wanted to bring on our next guest. Uh, his name is Bob Ewing. Bob was brought to my attention uh, from Encompass, which is another one of our uh, wonderful community organizations. Uh, said, You know, you need to talk to this guy. He's doing something really special and really cool. And I had an opportunity to learn more about his organization, but uh, not an opportunity to learn more about Bob. So I'm really excited that he's coming on the show so we can learn about Bob Ewing with an organization called Footloose Sailing. Hi, Bob, and welcome to Walk the Talk with Kim. How are you?
2: I'm doing well. Thank you. How are you today?
0: I'm wonderful. Thank you very much. Is today good sailing day?
2: Today would be okay. There's not a lot of wind out there, but uh, you wouldn't be cooking in the sun, too, so it'd be nice.
0: I guess that's uh, one way of looking at it. <laughs> so, Well, tell us a little bit about Footloose Sailing. What is this organization?
2: Well, um, actually, our first meeting was in October of 1990 at the Green Lake Library, and it was conceived by a fellow named Ron Singleton, who had had polio as a young kid and uh, loved sailing. And he put this notice in a now-defunct. Wheelchair flyers said, "Hey, you want to get involved in disabled sailing? You know, show up at the library." And six months later, he showed up, and a fellow named Fred Hayes showed up, and I showed up, and we figured, "Well, this is enough to make the thing go." So we started up, and we were incorporated in 1991, state of Washington. Got our 501c3 status, which is tax exempt. And um, Fred was involved with the Sailing Foundation, and we got uh, a couple of Columbia 21s from them and at the club
0: excellent and columbia 21s that's the type of boat i'm it's ignorant illiterate 1960s
2: 1970 uh, big old clorox bottle of a fiberglass uh, boat that's not a big rig and it's very stable and heavy and, and great for instruction
0: now i have been on a sailboat before and that looks like quite a complicated <laughs> operation <laughs> do you have to have special training in order to do this or are there people there to help you
2: sailing or for our club to operate or how do you mean
0: uh, for the club to operate
2: yeah well there's for volunteers there's uh, three three aspects to volunteering with footloose and one is the shoreside operations and on the shoreside the uh, uh, up uh, tents they get uh, life vests out they help people to register um, there's a whole bunch of setup work that goes with with the side then registration up boats, and they're helping to load people onto the boats and take people off the boats and, and then put the boats to bed. And then there's, in the third aspect, there's actually going out on the boats and sailing. So you don't necessarily know, have to know how to sail to be involved with Footloose as a volunteer. And you can, once you get involved in one aspect, you can start cross-training into the other aspects.
0: So this might be an opportunity for someone who's always wanted to get more involved in sailing to, to do it for a good cause. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. and maybe you don't have enough money to buy a boat because those sailboats are kind of pricey.
2: Right, and and you know, as an aspect, uh, we we run a sail club where we have to buy our own boats and maintain our own boats and moor our own boats, and there aren't too many sail clubs in the area where they actually have to supply boats for the people, so that does create an extra expense.
0: I'm sure. So what was what was the motivation behind all of this? Well,
2: um, you know, Ron had had polio, and and I. I dove off a bridge back in 1973 after I graduated from college and, and beer and hormones and I broke my neck, hit the oh. bottom of the river and I'm what's called a cervical six, seven low quad. Um, so,
0: so uh, does that mean that you have it? So quad means all four,
2: all four limbs are affected. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, a high quad would be somebody like, uh, Christopher Reeves who uh-huh. can't use his hands at all. I have some use of my hands. So, the well, the aspect of getting the club going was just to to bring uh, sailing as a sport and recreation to people with disabilities and and there was no it's not just about wheelchairs it's about all disabilities of all ages and also involving their friends and their family and their caregivers so it it's a, an all volunteer organization that uh, um, has a family feeling to it.
0: Now, had you always been a sailor?
2: I I grew up on Mercer Island, and my sailing experience as a kid was, stand here, pull on this. Uh (laughs) (laughs) So that's all I knew about sailing. Stay
0: up as the really fast boat drags you around the lake, right? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. (laughs) That's my kind, too. (laughs) I got
2: involved in water skiing and all sorts of other water sports when I was a kid. But sailing, I always loved sailing. And I was uh, looking for something to do after I was hurt, and and this this club idea came up, and it was either that or water skiing. and he had to get up really early to go water skiing, and I didn't, you know, want to do that after getting up early to go to work every day. So uh-huh. sailing just fit with what I wanted to do, and and I've loved it. It's become a uh, a big passion of mine, and I sort of followed the the pathway of Footloose. I came to Footloose not knowing anything about sailing, and learned how to sail. And um, there's there's sort of three aspects. Somebody comes into the club, and either where their disability's at or where their heads at. All they want to do is go for a boat ride,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and that's recreation. That's leaving what we say, leaving your disability at the dock. You get out. It can be a social situation on, on the bigger boats, um, and you can go for a boat ride and, and you can you can you can enjoy yourself. Then there's somebody else that comes along and says, "Well, I want to pull on this. I want to help with that." And suddenly you have a bit of a crew, and where their heads at, where their disabilities at. That's all I want to do, and that's fine. And then you get people that come along like me that say. I want to actually get my own boat, and I want to learn everything there is about this, and so that's what I did. And so I now have a Columbia 22, which actually has a cabin on it, and uh, have my own boat.
0: Is it modified?
2: It's got uh, a couple modifications on it. One very common modification that you see on a lot of boats is a roller furling on the sail that's in the front called the head sail or the jib, and you can operate it from the cockpit. And then I also have something called a zipper main, which is like a snuffer that uh, snuffs the mainsail down in a bag in a zipper affair. And, again, you can operate that from the cockpit. And then another thing I did is I got a motor with an electric start on it. So those are a few of the modifications.
0: You know, that doesn't sound like a, I mean, that's a, I'm sure, big modifications. But when you think about how physical and how much is going on with a boat, what you're describing to me is that it's, something that people shouldn't be afraid of in terms of disability, that there's definitely ways to modify so that one oh, yeah. can do it.
2: Yeah, yeah. And then we have uh, uh, other modifications on other boats. We have on the Columbia 21s, we have what's, what were called a rotating seat. So that, uh, and that's where I started sailing was on the Columbia 21s. And you sit in a little bathtub affair and you have a uh, strap across your waist and a strap across your chest. And then it frees you up. Uh, from just hanging on to being able to be supported so that you can start doing things like running the tiller or pulling on this or helping
1: Mm. with that. And
2: and, uh, so it it creates a pathway there. We also have a modification on uh, a boat that we acquired out of Canada called a Martin 16, and we actually have two Martin 16s now. And we put electronics on them, and the electronics make it possible for somebody like Christopher Reeves or somebody that uh, has just a little bit of control. You see people running around in, in electric wheelchairs with a joystick or a
0: sipping mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
2: We can actually put those people in the boat. And after we teach them how to sail, they can sail a boat by themselves. Wow. A very powerful thing. You take somebody that can't dress themselves or feed themselves and they have to have a caregiver around them all the time. And for two hours, we can put them into something where they're actually in control of something. Wow. And that's,
0: and and I, and I understand that sailing a boat. There's a lot of feel to that. It's kind of like riding a horse. It's you, you go a lot by feel.
2: Yeah, you go by feel. You learn to to deal with the wind and the waves and, and how the boat works. And, and
0: mm. uh, it's
2: you know it's 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 pretty amazing. You know, we have people with MS that go out on the boats and come back and say that they feel better after being on the rocking motion
0: of. The I boat. can believe that. I can believe that. We're running up on a break. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk with Bob Ewing of Footloose Sailing. This is an organization that helps people with disabilities get independence by selling. And uh, we'll be right back talking more with Bob.
3: Hi, this is Jerry Pearson, and along with my wife, Michelle Pearson, we're at the Pearson Law Firm, where we're called lawyers. But the truth is, we're really fathers and mothers and a family, a family of people who are members of a community where we are committed to preventing harm and protecting others, to enforcing rules that enhance our lives and take care of our families. That's what we do. That's who we are. At the Pearson Law Firm, you can call for a free case evaluation by calling one 800 423 8473. We work with colleagues. We collaborate. We're committed to expertise and resources and making them available to members of our community. Call us at 1 800 423 8473 or check us out at walkthetalkwithkim.com.
0: Hello, this is Kim Mariano of Walk the Talk with Kim. The reality is staggering. South Africa has one of the highest incidences of HIV AIDS in the world. This fact results in millions of orphans left in the care of other family members, friends, or fending for themselves in child-headed households. Focus on Etemba offers orphans and vulnerable children a new direction in life through loving foster care homes with committed parents and a real opportunity for a good education. Please consider sponsoring a child to receive the needed stability to change their world. Go to etembakids.org or follow the links from walkthetalkwithkim.com. Remember the pink tow truck? It was a Seattle icon. But did you know the mastermind behind the marketing was also one of Seattle's successful entrepreneurs? Learn life lessons from Ed Lincoln by reading his new autobiography, Life Through the Rear View Mirror. Available at area bookstores and online, go to walkthetalkwithkim.com
4: and click on the link. Do you wish you could train your brain to be more creative? ThinkShop can help. For 16 years, ThinkShop has trained individuals at Fortune 500 companies, small businesses, and nonprofits. Learn our proven process to think creatively and make great ideas happen. Our trainings are offered in person and online. Learn more at thinkshop.com. Are
5: you stuck? Are you plagued by a toxic relationship? Are you frustrated with a lack of motivation? Workforce Evolution offers classes that explain why people behave the way they do and how to change patterns that wreck havoc on business and relationships in order to accelerate innovation and creativity. Go to WorkforceEvolution.com to find out how you can join a free class. That's WorkforceEvolution.com or call 425 888 888 Good news, Belgium. We're streamed worldwide at 1150kknw.com. Alternative Talk, 1150
1: a.m. You're
0: listening to Walk the Talk with Kim. Welcome back. We're cutting foot loose with Bob Ewing of Footloose Sailing. What an interesting, there's so many incredible nonprofit organizations that are doing some really wonderful work. I never would have imagined that there was an organization that helped people with disabilities sail. And it, it doesn't even sound like you're helping people sail. It's like you're you're allowing people something that can be transformative and significant in their lives. And uh, that's even deeper and more meaningful than sailing. So, Bob, I commend what you're doing out there. That's great work. Well, thank you. Excellent. Well, let's. Um, I have a, just a couple of questions for you as I'm listening. How many people um, do you think take advantage of this opportunity?
2: Over the course of the summer, um, we'll probably get anywhere from fifty to hundred people. Um, we're going to, over to Blake Island here on the twenty eighth to twenty ninth of uh, July, and we're going to have thirty people over there for that event.
0: And what's that? Sure. What's that event? Is that a yearly event?
2: Yeah, yearly, we we go over to Blake Island and do an overnight and uh, do a hamburger cook and campfire and s'mores and things like that. People stay in tents. And, and uh, they go over on Saturday and then come back on Sunday.
0: Oh, how fun. Yeah. And how many volunteers would you need for an event like that?
2: Um, For the Blake Island event, it, it usually takes about uh, you know, 20 volunteers. It's usually for a, a, a day sale event, on like Washington, it, it's going to take 20, 25 volunteers to really make an event go well. Mm-hmm. So it takes a fair amount of manpower to make the thing work. Yeah, And like I say, it's all volunteer. Nobody's paid for anything.
0: Right. You were mentioning on the air, and I wanted you to talk a little bit about this, that you run your entire operation on $20,000 a year.
2: Less than $20,000 a year.
0: How is that possible?
2: <laughs> well, our major expenses are mortgage. We have two Columbia 21s. We have uh, four access dinghies that came out of disabled sailing in Australia. We have the two Martin that came out of disabled sailing up in Canada, plus we have a Boston Whaler Chase boat. We have to pay for mortgage on all that. We have to pay for insurance on all that and maintenance on all that. And those are our major expenses, and, and we do it for less than 20000 a year. Wow. So, if you know, any money that comes into Footloose, it's 100% goes into the organization. You know, none of it goes into anybody's pocket. Right. And that's a question that people always ask on fundraising. Well, how much goes into administrative costs or, you know, into somebody's pocket? And I say none of it. It all goes into you know, putting out our newsletter and paying mortgage and 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 stuff like that.
0: Yeah, well that's that's incredible. And so, do you have people that volunteer, like mechanics or people in the industry that do some volunteering for you?
2: Yeah, you know, we've had uh, uh, different many organizations support us. You know, CSR uh, has supported us They're, uh, a boat place on, on the canal. Uh, uh, we've had uh, money that's come recently from Nitec. Uh, you know, just comes from all, all, all sorts of places. Plus, people say, hey, this is a cool thing. I want to come help out. And I happen to know how to fix this. And I happen to know how to make that happen. And I know how to do, you know, all sorts of stuff. But we're always looking for people that can help, you know, fix the boats, do fundraising, you know, help out on the board, help out at the events. Um, it's an ongoing thing.
0: And so if someone is wanting more information on how to volunteer for this organization, where would they go?
2: Well, we have our a, a website, footloosedisabledsailing.org. Um, we have a Facebook page, Footloose Sailing. Um, we have a phone number. Um, we used to have email, but we got one of those uh, people that attacked us and started redirecting things to those nasty places. So, uh. <laughs> so we don't have email right now, but uh, uh, definitely, please call us. Please contact us.
0: They can probably leave a message on your Facebook page, too. They can. Yeah. And what's your phone number?
2: The phone number is uh, 206-382-2680. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, so footloosedisabledsailing.org yes. or on Facebook at Footloose Sailing uh-huh. or our phone. They can call you at 206-382-2680. Exactly. And what are the different positions? You were saying um, that you've got uh, people on shoreside dockside and actually out on the boat sailing but i'm hearing that there's also administrative pieces you know someone's really good at a a newsletter
2: we have a board of 11 that actually has disabled people on it which is unusual for some of the organizations in north america Um, we um, have people that are involved in just fixing the boats you know um, just people that come and help do fundraising there's there's all sorts of things to do off the board as well as on the board
0: Mm -hmm. excellent all right, and so uh, tell us how often do you guys go out?
2: We start usually in the first uh, first part of May, and we go every two weeks all through the whole summer to the end of September. So it's you know it's it's a commitment to get involved in Footloose. That's a lot of your summer being involved every two weeks. But uh,
0: mm-hmm.
2: I think I've missed uh, in the last twenty years that I've been involved, I've missed maybe three events,
0: <laughs> <laughs> and probably not because you wanted to,
2: right? Yeah. Well, sometimes, you know, you're gone for a wedding or something. but
0: Right. Amazing. And so when is your next one?
2: The The next day sale is on August 11th.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And our day sales are held at a place called North Leshy, which is on Lake Washington between the bridges. Okay. And there's a South Leshai and a North Leshy. If you can see the Blue Water Cafe, you're in the wrong place. So we're north of Daniel's Broiler. Okay. It's about uh, 300 Lake Washington Boulevard at the intersection of East Alder and Lake Washington Boulevard.
0: Okay. And is that where the boats are?
2: Yeah, that's where the boats are. Okay. We look for volunteers to show up at 10 o'clock in the morning. Okay. And start setting up, and then participants. We, we have sailors. You know, we don't have clients. We have sailors. I we gotcha. Participants. <laughs> it's not that clinical, and, and uh, sailors start showing up at 11. And we start loading the boats at 1130, and then hopefully the boats start leaving the dock at noon, go out for two hours, come back, take a half-hour break, so you go to the bathroom and stuff, and in boat turns, you go to the head. All right. And uh, at 230, we send the boats out again, go out for another two hours, and they come back at 430. So you don't have to do the whole day. You can do just one session or both sessions if you Uh want, and you do get a bathroom break.
0: And do you find that most people that do this, they come back over and over and over again? Or do you get a different group of people rotating in and out?
2: You get some people that come all summer, and you get some people that uh, only come once or twice. And two of the big barriers for disabled people are are money and transportation. Yes. And somebody that's on a real limited income, you know, for them to come a couple times, that's all they can afford to do, and
0: that's Mm -hmm. fine. So is there a cost for them to to do this?
2: Exactly. Um, Oh. If you want to do just a a day sale, just a day membership, Uh it's
0: $15. Oh.
2: And if you want to be a member for the season, it's $25, and that gets you a day sale. And from that point on, it's $10 the time.
0: Wow. Yeah. That's very, very inexpensive. And so there are people that can't even afford that.
2: There's people that, that $15 is a big deal.
0: Do you have some sort of fund or a, a program that if people want to donate $15 we, for someone to go sailing?
2: Yes, we do. Excellent. And if somebody wants to scholarship people in, that would be great. It, it helps people out because there are people that can't even do the $15.
0: And is there a place that they go that's different or they just go to the website?
2: Just go to the website and contact us or uh, just mail it in. Okay. We have a post mailbox box here on Mercer Island.
0: What is your mailbox?
2: Um, let me get it out here ah. so I don't uh, <laughs> make Mistake. It's uh Footloose Sailing Association and the address is seven six eight three uh-huh. Southeast Twenty Seventh Street.
0: Uh
2: uh-huh. Uh PMB, which stands for Post Mail Box, not Post Office Box, but PMB number two three nine, Mercer Island, Washington, nine eight zero four zero.
0: Mercer Island always does everything a little bit different in old school, don't they? <laughs>
2: I grew up here, Uh and I've seen some changes, but uh, still it was a good place to grow up. Yeah,
0: yeah, I can imagine. Um, All right, so if you want a scholarship or, or, you know, donate so that somebody can go. Now, talk to me a little bit about transportation. So um, most of these folks would need to have some sort of wheelchair access vehicle to get them there. Does Metro take people there?
2: There's people that come uh, from all over the place, even as far as way as Enumclaw on the access bus, Mm. which is a major endeavor. Um, to get to High to go sailing with us.
0: Mm. So, if there's anyone out there that has a wheelchair accessible vehicle, um, that probably would be a really great service for them if they wanted to donate some time to pick up some people and sure. drop them off. Yeah,
2: yeah, that's something, you know, if there's been, we've kicked around the idea of Footloose trying to have a van, but, you know, having boats and trying to keep them maintained as well as having a van would just be too much. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, if people want to help transport people, that would be great, a great thing too.
0: And it, can somebody be transported without a special vehicle?
2: Oftentimes, yeah. You know, we have, we have all, all disabilities. And so you have uh, uh, blind, you have MS, you have uh, developmental disabilities, you have, you know, there's, there's physical and mental disabilities. So, yeah, there's uh, various levels of mobility. So any, any, any vehicle could help.
0: Excellent. So again, you can go to footloosedisabledsailing.org for more information, and you can contact them uh, via phone or via Facebook at Footloose Sailing. We're going to take a break. When we come back, uh, I'm interested in learning a little bit more about the people that are involved in this organization. You're listening to Walk the Talk with Kim on KKNW Alternative Talk, AM 1150.
3: Hi, I'm Jerry Pearson, and with my wife Michelle, we're local residents just like you who have a passion to help those who have been harmed or wronged in our communities. If you have a personal injury from a car crash or a property hazard, an industrial injury, a defective product, or nursing home neglect issue, the Pearson Law Firm can help you anywhere, anytime. Contact us today for a free case evaluation at 1-800-423-8473. The number again is 1-800-423-8473. Or check us out at walkthetalkwithkim.com.
4: Mountside Gymnastics Academy is now open in North Bend, offering gymnastics classes and summer camps to get your little ones and big ones moving this spring and summer. From recreation classes to competitive team, they have the gymnastics scene covered in the valley. Visit them online at www.mountsidegymnasticsacademy.com or call 425-292-3152. Get your kids flipping and twisting into summer.
5: Are you stuck? Are you plagued by a toxic relationship? Are you frustrated with a lack of motivation? Workforce Evolution offers classes that explain why people behave the way they do and how to change patterns that wreck havoc on business and relationships in order to accelerate innovation and creativity. Go to WorkforceEvolution.com to find out how you can join a free class. That's WorkforceEvolution.com or call 425-888-9790. Made fresh each day for you. Alternative Talk,
1: 1150 AM.
0: You're listening to Walk the Talk with Kim. I was so engrossed in that song. I haven't heard that song in years that I forgot that I'm...
1: Supposed to speak One of the Beach Boys finest moments I think
0: That's a Beach Boys song?
1: That is a Beach Boys song You're kidding Sail on Sailor
0: I had no idea I just remember listening to that when I was a kid back in the what 70s, 80s? It's a classic What year was that song?
1: That would have been uh, 73
0: Wow Yeah I was real little I didn't know that was the Beach (laughs) Boys Doesn't sound like the Beach
1: Boys no.
0: Well,
1: the <laughs> 70s were a different time than the 60s. Yeah, everybody,
0: everybody was doing something a little different in the 70s, weren't they? <laughs> for sure. Well, I am holding in my hand my hot little Walk the Talk with Kim Penn. We're very excited. We have swag coming. And uh, so if you're interested in a Walk the Talk with Kim Penn, go to our Facebook page and sign up for a newsletter and uh, give us your address. Maybe we'll send you one. We'll see how that goes. I just made that up. Did, Lindsay's looking at me like, oh, we didn't talk about this. I thought, oh, that's a great idea. Let's just do it. We'll roll with it. That's how we roll around here. Yeah. Yeah, She's so.
1: realizing that you, when you say, maybe we'll send you one, that really... It means it's me. Lindsay, <laughs> will send you one.
0: Yeah. I figure you needed something to My do, My next right? assignment for the week. Yes, yeah, so is you're going to be sending out pens. My... My $0.10 pens are going to cost us about $0.60 to mail. (laughs) But uh, we we will certainly get you a walk the talk with Kim Penn. Uh, Actually, we'll give you a whole bunch of them. You can pass them out to your friends and family. But uh, we're very excited. We're growing as an organization, aren't we, Lindsay? Oh, yes, we are. Every day we've got pens. We've got shirts. What else do you need? I don't know. We're like a real radio show now.
1: Maybe life jackets. And uh, you can do that. And then our guest can take out... uh, folks with uh, Walk the Talk with Kim life jackets You know, on. now
0: that I know how to iron on and how to create works of art, <laughs> uh, I can do that now. I can a- I up. can actually logo. So we can be an official sponsor of uh, Footless Sailing. What do you think about that, Bob? I'd like that. <laughs> so, how uh, do you have opportunities for people that don't have disabilities to go out and sail? Would they need to volunteer at that point in time?
2: Yeah, you, you can pick up sailing sort of through osmosis of just being around it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you learn in doing the dockside stuff, you learn how to set up a boat and how to how to put the boat to bed, and and by being out on the water, then you learn how things work.
0: Very cool. Well, tell us a little bit. I know you've got some stories. Tell us tell us a little bit about what this organization has meant to some people that have had an opportunity to partake.
2: Well, um, being a social social organization, we've had three marriages come out of Footloose. Wow. Um, we had. Uh, woman who was blind who who met a fellow that was uh shot down over hanoi and spent some time in the hanoi hilton and and uh they ended up getting married and and i mean there's just been a lot of other things other than sailing like you said earlier it's 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 sailing is just sort of the the, the car we drive and, and there's a lot of other things going on but um there's let let's see now a good a good story is. Uh, I was, I was a reader for a blind fellow at one time, and so, you know, you got to learn the sensitivities, all this stuff. And I have a blind guy that I've known for years sitting next to me on the boat, and I noticed his socks don't match. And I lean over kind of quietly, and I go, Newt, your socks don't match. Mm. And he gets conspiratorial and leans back, and he goes, I know. And uh-huh. I go, how do you know? And he leans back, and he goes, I fold them differently. port and starboard dummy. It was a red sock and a green sock. Huh. And, you know, red for left and green for right. And so <laughs> red, if, red for port and green for starboard. Ah, so. gotcha. Okay, there you go. There. <laughs> yeah, I realize I'm not talking to a voting person. Here.
0: You're not talking to... Yeah. I, I'm sure that there are people that think that that, that are laughing. I'm not getting it. <laughs> <laughs> I know the port and starboard. Port is um, left?
2: Port, port is on the left. Port right. has four letters. And, and, starboard uh, does not. Port has has uh, four letters, and port wine is red, so uh, ah. the other one's got to be starboard.
0: Now, that's, um, for us non border people, if I understand this correctly, when you're out on the water, they've got lights. Yeah. And so you're supposed to keep the red lights on your port and the green lights on your sure. starboard. Is or, that how it goes? Or if you
2: see an airplane flying in the sky, they have the same colored lights.
0: Interesting. And that
2: way you know what side of the airplane it
0: is. Did you know that? I had no idea. So sure.
2: They're a ship as well.
0: This is an educational show. Yeah, you learned something. We learned something. I
2: bet I can't teach you how to tie a knot.
0: You can, but probably not in this medium right at the moment. No, that <laughs> be wouldn't be conducive. Hard, yeah. yeah, my parents had a boat, but they didn't have the sailing kind. They had the uh, non-sailing kind. <laughs> okay. So you want that's... another footloose story? <laughs> yes, please.
2: Okay. We had uh, a, a fellow come sailing with us from Tennessee. Actually, the farthest that they've come sailing is, is Ireland. But a fellow from Tennessee came sailing with us one day, and he had cerebral palsy. And the only thing that he had control of was his eyes. We mm. took him out on the boat, and he had a, a a woman with him that was really had a good connection with him. And he could spell, and he'd flip his eyes to the side, and then when he got to a letter, he'd flip it up. So, like, he'd go A, B, C, D, and then flip his eye up. Mm-hmm. He, And then, you know, and then he had a way of jumping through the alphabet too, which I wasn't quite tuned into, but he could spell very rapidly. Mm. And we took him out sailing and he was communicating with me on the boat and he's like squirming and stuff, but he can move his eyes and, and he's enjoying it on the boat. And so I'm telling him about how the sails work and he's connecting with that. And and thank you very much. And it was just one of the most amazing things I've ever seen in my life is to, to take this guy sailing that all he could control was his eyes just amazing
0: to me you know um Lindsay and i were talking about perspective yeah. <laughs> on the way in today and how um i was sharing a story with her that and actually has to do with with boating now that we're talking about this i'll go ahead and share this story um my family was in from chicago and i hadn't seen them in many many years and my parents were taking the whole family out on the boat and we were going to have this really great fun day um with as a as a reunion of sorts And uh, my grandmother called and said she had to go to the doctor because there was something wrong with her eyes. And so I got volunteered to go take grandma into the doctor. So I missed the boating day. And as I dropped off grandmother and was going to go down and meet the meet the family for dinner after missing this day, I was feeling a little sorry for myself and how I missed this opportunity and how I loved my family and I couldn't spend time with them. And, you know, poor me. And there was um, a family of four on the side of the road with their pickup truck engulfed in flames. And I'll always remember that because that, that that always told me that no matter what you've been dealt with in life, that somebody else has been dealt with something a lot worse and they're oh, not feeling sorry for themselves. It's,
2: it's the old story of, you know, I cried because I had no shoes and then I saw a man who had no feet.
0: Yes, that you yeah. must learn that you must see that over and over again and what you do
2: I, I you know here i am a quadriplegic in a wheelchair and i feel very very lucky i, I see people that are, are doing getting through the world and 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 they're happy and they they have to they have to work so hard so much harder at it than i do
0: do you ever imagine what your life would have been like if that accident would have happened do you look at it in terms of you know oh well or do you look at it in terms of a, i'm almost glad that now look what i get to do
2: yeah you know i i came close to death (laughs) diving off Mm -hmm. the bridge and and floating away and nobody saw me float away and i could have gone over the rose dam on the akama river Mm -hmm. Um, i woke up a number of days later with uh, static pneumonia, and i couldn't get any air in my lungs and thought i was going to die then um i could have been dead you know and and you know i guess you also look at it from if your number's up your number's up i if I hadn't dove off the bridge, I was slated to hitchhike to California the next week and ride a motorcycle back. So, you know, I could have been coming up Highway 101 and gone under a logging truck for all I know. Right. But I'm I'm lucky to be here. And um, you make the best of it. And, yeah. you, and you do as best as you can. And, and you learn to say thank you a lot and, and be very grateful for, for what you got.
0: How has this organization helped you and others in terms of um from a social perspective? I mean, you talk about your accident happened so long ago, but I'm sure it just totally rocked your social circle. Of course. Um, you know, and so now, you know, you're you're dealing with folks are now are these people that have had their their disabilities for long periods of time or are you also working with people that have just become disabled? Both.
2: Both, you know, you, you, you're some people are born with their disability. Some people acquire their disability, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, so you deal with 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 everything. the The only disabilities that we can't deal with are the ones that get violent. You know, mm-hmm. certain certain aspects lead to violence, and, and we can't handle that. But we can handle pretty much everything else.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, you were talking about people that might get seasick, but. <laughs> That there's ways around that, too.
2: There's ways around that, yeah. If, you, if you're starting to feel that, you know, there, there are many, many things to say. You look at the horizon, you move to the center of the boat, so you're not in a spot where you're going up and down as much. And, ah. you know, I tell people also that uh, uh, imagine riding a horse. You get that sort of a rocking, rolling-type motion, and, and that'll settle you down, too. It's, a, it's sort of a, both a state of mind and also a state of body.
0: I hear you. So with your organization, um, could you be handling more people? If you could get more more funding, I mean, are there a lot of people out there that you're turning away because you just don't have enough room for them?
3: Um, we
2: could we could always use more volunteers. We could always use more participants. Uh, one of the things that I've said too that that Footloose really needs to make it happen is we need a home.
0: Talk um, talk about that. What what do you mean by you need a home?
2: Well, um, we're we're pretty much operating out of everybody all of the volunteers' houses and operating out of the marina. If we had our uh, uh, own home where we had places to keep our boats where we didn't have to pay the mortgage, the money could go to other things. Um, if we had a place we could have meetings right there where the boats were uh, placed to store our stuff so that doesn't go off to all the volunteers' homes during the, the wintertime. Mm. Um, having a home, um, there's a, a sailing organization down in, in San Francisco called BADS, Bay Area Adaptive Disabled Sailing, and, and they... Became associated with a, a, a sailing club right away when they when they were formed about the same time as us. Thus, they had a place to keep their boats, a place to have their meetings, a place to store their stuff, and they have uh, grown past us uh, because of that. You mm-hmm. know, if you build it, they will come. Um, I just love to have a home for footloose.
0: So, do you have a place in mind that you just need to raise money for, or you're still looking for you know, ideas? We're still
2: fishing around. You know, we've had several close ones where we almost had something, but it hasn't happened.
0: Interesting. Right. Well, maybe somebody out there listening to the show today will go, hey, I've got an idea for you.
2: <laughs> that would be great. That yeah, would some, be excellent, wouldn't something it? Something low bank, something, uh, well, I don't know, on the freshwater would be good where you don't have tides. Uh-huh. But uh, it would be just wonderful somewhere on the lake. Wonderful. And look, located here in Seattle.
0: Wonderful. So the next day trip is on August 11th. That's your day sale, and you're next. still looking for people to help with that? Sure.
2: Sure. Excellent. And then August 25th and September 8th, and we have an auction going September 15th.
0: So what's uh, the auction?
2: The auction's going to be at Newport Yacht Club and uh, just uh, fundraising act- activity for Footloose.
0: Oh, good. And what types of things do you think are going to be auctioned?
2: Nautical things like uh, boat haul to get your bottom cleaned, uh, uh, artwork, um, little things, big things, vacations, you know, Whatever we can we can organize, if somebody has some good ideas for auction items, that's always needed, too. Mm-hmm.
0: So hopefully there's some folks out there that are sailors that are listening to this and saying, Hey, you know, I'm going to take my passion and my hobby, and I'm going to help somebody else so that they can feel um, the wonderfulness that is sailing, that they can, they can share in my passion with me. This is a great opportunity for you to get involved. You can go to footloosedisabledsailing.org. Um, or Footless Sailing on our Facebook page, or they can call 206-382-2680. And uh, if you want to scholarship someone, uh, you can send it. We'll put all of this information, or I say we again, Lindsay, we'll put all of this information on the Walk the Talk with Kim Facebook page. And uh, we, we want to help, uh, help this organization out that's doing something incredibly fantastic on a shoestring budget, literally, right. for the community.
2: The, the spirit of volunteerism
0: really absolutely.
2: Is. You know, this is pure volunteerism. You're doing it out of the goodness of your heart, and it's, it, uh, it's good for your karma. <laughs> it, it puts is. a smile on your face. It really does.
0: Excellent for your karma. Bob, thank you so much for joining us today. And this is Bob Ewing with Footloose Sailing. Um, I really appreciate you sharing your story and what you're doing in your heart. It's just such a, a beautiful thing.
2: Well, thank you for having me on.
0: Of course. And again, we'll put all that information on Walk the Talk with Kim. Bob, thank you. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to wrap up the show. And we're going to talk about the story of change. You're listening to Walk the Talk with Kim. Can
5: can do miracles? just you wait and see. far never, never land. reason to pretend. the wind is right, you can find the joy of innocence again. Oh, the kids can do miracles. Just you wait and sing.
3: Believe me. Hi, I'm Jerry Pearson, and since 1977, we at the Pearson Law Firm have guided individuals and their families through the legal process to seek justice and restitution in insurance disputes and personal injury claims. At the Pearson Law Firm, we work hard to secure justice in civil matters with a network of resources, a wealth of experience, and a compassionate attitude. That's the Pearson Promise. Contact us at 1-800-423-8473. That's 1-800-423-8473 for a free Case evaluation or check us out at walkthetalkwithkim.com.
4: Does your organization crave new ideas? ThinkShop can help. For 16 years, ThinkShop has inspired creative thinking at Fortune 500 companies, small businesses, and nonprofits. We help you imagine new offerings, strategies, or ways of doing business. Our proven processes and engaging workshops deliver powerful results. Learn more at thinkshop.com.
5: Are you stuck? Are you plagued by a toxic relationship? Are you frustrated with a lack of motivation? Workforce Evolution offers classes that explain why people behave the way they do and how to change patterns that wreak havoc on business and relationships in order to accelerate innovation and creativity. Go to WorkforceEvolution.com to find out how you can join a free class. That's WorkforceEvolution.com or call 425-888-9790.
1: Have you heard the phrase, the beatings will continue until morale improves? to organizations, employees are the biggest assets and biggest fans. If they're not feeling heard or appreciated, the bottom line will suffer. For mission-driven organizations, the reliance on employees and managers to rally around the core messaging is critical for success. At Walk the Talk for Success, we provide leadership best practices, education, and communication strategies for mission-driven organizations. Whether you're a business of one, middle manager, or leader in a large company or nonprofit, our experiential workshops and focused on organizational psychology will assist you in achieving success with your messaging and vision call for a free consultation today 425-888-9790 or check us out at www.walkthetalkwithkim.com Walk the Talk for success Achieving your message through understanding
5: human behavior Clear, clean and crisp Check us out in digital quality sound on FM 98.9 HD3 Alternative Talk 1150
0: You're listening to Walk the Talk with Kim and the smooth sounds of Eric playing the right music. It's
1: Christopher Cross. (laughs) That
0: is Christopher. It's not the smooth sounds of Eric. It's the smooth sounds of Christopher Cross. Yeah,
1: talking about sailing.
0: See, I never would have been a good DJ.
1: (laughs) It's all right.
0: It's all all scattered. But thank you. Thank you for your uh, very appropriate music on the show today, as always. Well, if
1: anybody's just joining us late, of course, our guest today was from Footloose. And talked all about sailing. Yes, it's cool. So
0: and you gotta like it. And you know, I have grown up in the area, and there's lots of things I've never done. One of the things I've never done is I've never been to Mount Rainier. I've never been to the Olympic Rainforest. I'd never been to the ocean, and I'd never been sailing. And I was able to click all of those off my list in my twenties. In that in that order, so. Um, that was one of them. So I highly recommend it. Anybody who's never been sailing, this is a great opportunity, especially if you don't know anybody that has a boat. I mean, go out there and do something really, really monumentally transformative for somebody else. And at the same time, feed your own soul. I understand from, um, friends of mine that are sailors that, it's kind of like surfing and horseback riding and everything else, that there's a deeper level of understanding and connectedness to the universe around you when you do things like sail or horseback ride or surf or those kinds of things. So be prepared for it to be transformational in your lives. And uh, in turn, you're, it is really, really great karma, as, as Bob said. Um, so we're going to talk a little bit more uh, after um, we, t- we do some of our announcements. You may have heard that uh, Workforce Evolution uh, teaches people about psychology and psychology in the workforce. Well, check this out. So I was talking with a client and uh, we were going over some ideas on some things we wanted to do with this business. And he goes, well, why don't you talk about psychology and sales? And I went, well, considering that I've spent my entire Career and sales from when I was a teenager up until 2008 when I left. And oh, by the way, being your own business, you're a sales rep. It, that's just the way that it works selling a show, selling an idea, anything. It's always about sales. And it never really dawned on me to connect the two, <laughs> to actually put psychology and sales together. And I think part of the reason for that is when you think of sales and you think of the psychology of sales, you have this negative imitation, um that you're going to be manipulated or that psychology and marketing are out there to get you to go a direction that you may not want to go. And I think that in a lot of cases, that's true. Uh, We have a process and the process that says that if you call 100 people, 10 people are going to call you back. And out of those 10, if you get a client, you're doing really good. And so what we put out there as we sell ourselves, and again, we sell our ideas, we're all salespeople. Um, We're all out there uh, in one shape or another. Um, wanting people to hear us and wanting people to get excited about our ideas and that's all that's all sales as far as I'm concerned. And so, I'm running a class on Wednesday at the Meadow Creek Business Center in Issaquah called Psychology of the Sale. And it might not be what you think. We're not going to talk about how you can manipulate or you can motivate people to do something that they might necessarily want to do. But what we are going to talk about is we're going to talk about how people react during times of fear, ambiguity, and stress, how you recognize what somebody's motivation actually is. But here's the kicker. A lot of that motivation has to do with you as the salesperson. They're reacting to you. Now, there's a couple ways you can look at that. You can say, I don't want to go to a class that's going to tell me what I'm doing wrong because there's a lot of reasons why that's very um, scary. That's not the point. I believe that everybody has genius. Even your, your weaknesses can become your strengths. So we're going to kind of look at what makes you a genius. Why do people want to do business with you? Because people love to buy. We know that. That's a Gitmer thing. Uh, but why do people want to do business with you? What do you have to offer? What is your value? Are you safe And so we're going to talk about psychology in relation to how human beings interact with each other on a very personal and emotional level. So it should be a lot of fun. It's going to be a real quick uh, seminar just to kind of get the idea and float it out there. And again, that's at Meadow Creek Business Center. Uh, It's the tenant talk. So the tenants are invited. There's limited space. But if enough of you are really, really excited about taking this class, which I've already had some people outside of Meadow Creek Business Center that are um, wanting me to do this class elsewhere, give me a call or uh, email me at info at workforce and say, Hey Kim, I'm really excited about learning more about your, either your equine leadership class, or if you want to learn more about the psychology of the sale, I can uh, throw together a, um, a group or, or meeting and have a training class or even do keynote presentations. There's tons of ways that we can skin that cat. Um, but it's pretty exciting and I'm very excited to be going down that road. So that's the psychology of the sale. And we're going to be posting more information on Walk the Talk with Kim. But you can also go to Workforce Evolution on Facebook. And I highly recommend that. I'm always posting stuff on how we can create a more humanistic work environment, how we can actually create a space for us to be innovative. Uh, be creative, and really love what we're doing and be able to contribute to our community. And that's the whole purpose of my mission and uh, what I hope to accomplish, not only with my business, Workforce Evolution, but with this radio show. And so that kind of brings me along to um, something that uh, popped up yesterday called The Story of Change. Um, The Story of Change is a, a video that was produced by the same people that did The Story of Stuff. The idea behind Story of Change is that as a community, we need to have an idea, a call uh, to bring people together, and an action. And uh, it meant a lot to me. I want you to, if you have an opportunity, go to the storyofstuff.com or just storyofstuff.com and watch the new Story of Change and uh, learn more about it. And let's start a discussion on how you, whatever it is that you do can create significant change and transformation in your community. And before I forget, as we sign off, I want to remind folks that we've got another cash mob coming. Speaking of community and action, this is a, an organization that's walking the talk. It's the Young Issaquah Professionals, which is part of the Issaquah Chamber of Commerce. We are doing our next cash mob. When is it, Lindsay? It is August 2nd at 4 p.m. We were all wrong. It's August 2nd at 4 p.m. That's a Thursday. Yeah, we're trying to remember what it was. But Audrey was there for us. Thank you, Audrey. Shout out to Audrey at Meadow Creek Business Center and the Young Issaquah Professional. And it's about kids and backpacks. So when you come to Office Depot in Issaquah, we are purchasing and giving away backpacks for kids who need to start off the school year. And so there's going to be lots of contests, lots of really fun things to do. We're going to be there. Um, We'll even wear our shirts you bet we will. All right, I might have to change have, between the mob and the... we have pens. We're going to have pens. <gasps> Get your free pen. Yeah. Maybe we'll put pens in the backpacks. Anyway, it's going to be a ton of fun. And again, that is August 2nd at 4 p.m. And that's the Young Issaquah Professional. You can find them on Facebook as well. Uh, Young Issaquah Professional. So as we sign off, I just want to encourage and inspire folks out there to look around your community, whatever it is that you can do, figure it out and go do it. And please, please, please have a beautiful day.